again with another podcast here with me and then my mom hello everyone yeah we're gonna kick things off by telling everyone how our indianapolis trip was um we would have my brother alex in this right now but right now he's doing soccer practice he's a little busy so uh yeah all right let's get things rolling indianapolis let's let everybody know all the details of our trip. So let's start with Friday. Friday was nothing because we left Saturday, right? <laughs> was amazing. Friday was amazing. Dude, I mean, we we <laughs> sat there on the couch watching TV, watching We Bear Bears. Well, I'm sure we. We did more than that on Friday, but probably played with my neighbors as well. I don't really know anymore, but okay, whatever. Yes. That was last week. Summer di- summer days kind of um, fly by, fly by, and we lose track of all the things we've done. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, we left for Indianapolis, and that was a nice short trip. Just five hours, guys. Five hours. My friend, the longest he's traveled was fourteen to fifteen hours. Because he went all the way to Florida in a car because mm-hmm. of COVID, guys. Shout out to Jack. Thank you, Jack. I mean, I'm not going to beat that. So well, we just had yeah. Yeah, a little less than that amount. We spent five hours in the car. It was just an easy trip there. Less hours, but yeah. So we get to Indiana and it's we rented an Airbnb house. Yeah, it's it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was little. It was uh, it was, cute. It was good for like five or four people, dude. I mean. Yeah, they had a they had a pool table. Yeah, dude. And uh, a nice a backyard. They also had a ping pong table, but that was all folded up on the side of the wall. So yeah, we didn't really touch that. It was what we soon realized walking distance. It was a mile. To the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So, what did we do Saturday once we got in? Uh, we we kind of got cozy with the house. We kind I kind of played pool with Alex uh, our own way, I guess. And then we packed our backpacks and we rented. Well, we well, kind of got a taxi, I guess, sort of. A lift ride. Yeah, we went to Indianapolis. She, um, the driver suggested that we would walk back because. Traffic after the races are crazy. There's, like, most of the roads are blocked off because Indianapolis. Funny thing also, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is in the city called Speedway. Yes, Speedway, Indiana. Very yeah. good point. And um, also, if you go to the Xfinity races, take off your earmuffs. Not that bad. I mean, I saw some other kids with no earmuffs on. But then when I got to the Cup Series, everything else was different. I mean, the sound... Well, let's back up a little. So we got to back up to... The sound was loud, guys. We have to back up to Saturday night. They had Xfinity Racing. Yeah. It wasn't... 
as busy as no it was it was not busy at all so we bought general admission tickets and we could basically sit wherever we wanted yeah because uh there weren't much people i mean we only went two different spots in the cup series where we went to like three different spots yeah so we went it was a road course this time yeah, they um aren't doing the famous oval this year. I mean, they're trying, they're changing the subject, and that's because on the five-hour trip there, I watched a YouTube video on why people are kind of wondering if they're going to do the oval, a road course, and the oval not much people like because it's mostly just single file. Mm-hmm, There's not mm-hmm. much double file like you would see at Bristol, Daytona. Any other track like that. Mm-hmm. But when you get the road course here, you, you're always like double file or something. Like you see action on a road course. Yeah. When on the oval, you don't see as much. But yes, I would have liked to see the oval, but the road course was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. As Very well, interesting. So. The first seat yeah. that we sat at was right around. Um, Turn um, 11. 11, 12. 11 and 12, uh, yeah. Yeah, the last co- the last two corners. And then we watched, like, pretty much the entire area by Pit, like... Pit Road. Road. Where you would enter. It was really cool. I mean, we saw a few spin-outs. But yeah. it wasn't... There weren't as much crashes in the Xfinity as, um, the Cup. Well, um, and then I would like to say, too... as well, um... I would like to give a shout-out to, uh, Ty Gibbs, who is my up-and-coming almost new favorite driver he just turned 18 old enough to race this year he's the grandson of the um gibbs motor company they're uh, very big into racing and he's a really good race driver yeah i just learned something i have to be 18 yep riley has to be 18 to drive (sighs) nascar he's got a ways Okay, so then, go ahead. I know you're excited to get into the actual race, yeah, um, the Cup Series. So, yeah. But one thing about Xfinity, there weren't as much crashes as the Cup. I mean, for Cup, there were two red flags back-to-back with stinking four to go, guys. Four to go. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Four to go. I mean... Why? Yes. Whoop. Yeah, so... We got to the race. Yeah. And our seats were... On the... Front straightaway. Front straightaway in front of Pit Road. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, they started the introductions of all the players. Or all the racers, excuse me. Uh, Each racer came out. They were introduced, and then they walked onto the racetrack. And then what happened? Um, they they walked down this area, and on pit road, people could walk on pit road before the race would start. Mm -hmm. And they made a little block off, so security would actually put up banners to block off a certain area and the drivers would walk through pit road kind of a little bit kind of just across it and then they would hop up onto the back of these pickup trucks um also 
Whoever started last for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway race, um, I think they did the best um, walk around in the um, winner's circle. Why? What did he do? Well, he walked around waving his hat, where everyone else kind of just walked straight mm-hmm. across, just waving. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I th- I thought that was pretty cool. And then also Ryan Newman. Um, we all saw you, Ryan Newman. Um, get your entire family to that, to the back of that pickup truck. Yep. It's pretty cool. And he let the kids ride in the back with him. He was the only one that had. Yeah, I was definitely thinking there'd be kids cool driving with him. But, uh, yeah, that's interesting. So then they lined up, and it was the famous words of drivers, start your engine. Most famous words of my sports, yes. And then when they started up those engines, it was... Uh, it wasn't that bad until they all had their engines started and were rolling down pit road, but just a shout-out, if you ever watch a Cup Series race, if you haven't yet, um... On the restarts, it's very loud because they're all hammering the throttle, shifting up gears, all mashed together. Mm-hmm. It's like... It was louder than anything I was it's expecting. Like, it's like bright colors all mashed together, and then later on in the race, it's like just these dark colors kind of all spread out. Not that bad. doesn't hurt your eyes at all, but then the bright colors... Um, your eyes are burning. Yeah, that that was the two things um, that I took away is that they are so extremely loud. That doesn't come through on the TV. Yes. And also the colors of the race cars are much more vibrant in real life. Yes, they're, they're, they're much more colorful than TV. So mm-hmm. I would definitely suggest going to a nearby truck. Yes. Um, they're going to Michigan this week, so... I don't know if that's sold out for Michigan fans here, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Alrighty, um, we'll be back with more on our trip to Indiana. Okay, so the race was overall a pretty clean race. Not a lot of, um, cautions, not a lot of spin outs yeah, until. Three cautions. Yep just really everything was going real the pace was going real good and then what happened stinking lap four guys is lap is number four an unlucky number because i don't know because i know three is the lucky number guys i know that in single digits but i don't know about that four because uh yeah what happened was kind of weird okay so they're coming around fine the there's a little, like, not turtles exactly, but kind of a little curbing. Mm-hmm. That was starting to come up. That was starting to break off the track. I, I mean, you can do that. I, that. It can happen. I mean, they have well, replaceables. They do it. Replaceable curbs. Yeah, so lap yep. four, Martin Truex. Oh, boy. Martin Truex Jr., buddy. Did not have a very good day. This happened twice. Same curb, spins out. He spins out and did it like the exact same spot pretty much both, twice. Just how sad can it get at Indianapolis for Martin Drugs Jr.? 
Mm-hmm. We don't know, but it got pretty sad for him. But anyways, he hit that curb and he spun out. It's like, okay. He spun out. We're kind of just like, oh. He spun out. Mm-hmm. Bump. Skirt. Bump. Skirt. 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 Bump. Skirt. Skirt. Bump. Skirt. 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 Things were starting to get a bit crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. I believe there were 10 cars in the wreck, so... Obviously, the curbing starting to get up. Joey Logano, man. Man, I'm glad there's a tire barrier there. He slams that tire barrier so hard that, like, I believe the entire hood is almost covered with tires Mm -hmm. in the wall itself. Because, yeah, there's at least... Uh, 10 feet of tire barrier mm-hmm. until you get to the actual concrete wall. And those tires went everywhere. Yeah, man. I mean, William Byron, some other dude, they both come flying in after him into the infield. Actually, they're both before him. And then Joey Logano hits that curb and slams the wall. That's probably why they brought up the red flag. Um, and why don't you explain to our listeners what a red flag does? Red flag means stop your cars. Yep, stop your car on the track. Yep. Or with horse racing, stop your horses. So, hold mm-hmm. your horses! <laughs> okay. Maybe that's what that came from. Oh, yeah. So they all stopped and lined up around what? Tra- mm-hmm. Turns 9 and 10? or? No, I'd say... Uh, uh, seven, six, and seven. Okay. Um, yeah. So it took forever, dude. I mean, forever. On TV, it's probably not that bad because go to commercial. Yeah, you go to commercial. It's like okay, break, and you get up off your couch or chair. I don't know. Walk over, get something to drink, get something to eat, play something, look on your phone. I don't know <laughs> where. At the stand, you can't do that. You actually just sit there and wait. No one got up to get food or something to drink. Cause you don't want to miss anything. Yeah, and plus you got to buy that stock. takes forever because you got to wait in the line probably and then... Yeah, they just, you don't want to, you don't know when they're going to go back to Green Flag, and you don't want to miss it when they do. no one was hungry, because everyone else had, like, lunch already, so. No one was hungry at the time, so pretty much everyone just sat there and kind of played on their tablets or looked on their phone and stuff, because that's a typical 2021 person Mm -hmm. these days, but, um. pretty much. Yeah, and then we go green. Same spot because of the curb. No one learned their lesson because they all thought that was just... Oh, second time's the charm. Yeah, no, that's third. Which third time was the charm because that thing came up. Mm-hmm. And they just took it off and they're like, yeah, we're not putting another one in because we yeah. want this race to end. They took a tow truck yeah. out there and just removed so the curb. Martin Trucks Jr., he does the exact same thing. He hits the curb and spins up and it's just a sad day. Mm-hmm. Sad day. I mean, he was doing well. He was doing well. Um. And. Yeah, it's pretty crazy because, um. Like, they all wrecked and stuff. Cars are torn up. Red flag again because they got to take out that curbing. 
Mm-hmm. That tiny mischievous curbing, I mean. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Well they were not planning that, but I think earlier in the race something someone crashed over there. Not Martin Trucks, guys. It was not Martin Trucks Jr. Mm-hmm. Thankfully. And there's a piece of debris under there. I think it was from Xfinity or something. They couldn't get it out, so they just left it there. Yeah, that was a problem, because that took up the curbing, so then the curbing was loose and stuff like that. So then, um, after that final caution came out, why don't you walk us through the last couple of laps? Things got crazy. I can tell you that right now. Okay, so Brad Keselowski, you'd think, would be in like the top 20 right now. Actually, he's in dead last, I think. He had a rough day. Because he wrecked, he wrecked the rear end of his car, and right now he is um, trailing the pack. But anyways, the excitement in the front. So, Denny Hamlin and Chase Briscoe, yes, in the number 14. And then we all know Denny Hamlin, the 11. So, they come in near, like, the sand area, I guess. Turn 7 and 8. Funnest moment of the race. Besides the finish. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase Briscoe absolutely moves Denny Hamlin. He spins. Denny, he has to turn his car all the way back around, so then he's in dead last, and Brad Kozlowski passed him, so hooray. Mm-hmm. Brad Kozlowski did not finish last. Neither did Chase Briscoe, because later, <laughs> with two, with they're, they're going to be coming to the last lap, coming into the S's, he overshoots the corner. Oh, he was... Yeah. T- he was too it excited. It's so sad, because how we say it is so sad. He was way too excited to win this special Indianapolis race. I mean, that is sad, dude. He overshoots it. Brad Keselowski passes him, so he's definitely not going to finish last. Chase Briscoe stalls in the middle of the track, hoping that they're flat out of caution. They're out of caution. They're like, yeah, no, dude. We're just going to keep this thing rolling. We got one lap left. Like, really? Really? So Chase Briscoe... Shifts up the gears, and he's out of there. He, he he keeps on going. Anyways, when that happened, A.G. Allmendinger comes out of nowhere. Comes out of nowhere. He passes Chase Briscoe. He's in the lead right now. He, he's in the lead. Yes, he leads the final up until he wins the race. Mm-hmm. Yes, that sounds like... Something bad was gonna happen, <laughs> but thankfully, hopefully, none of you guys it. saw the replay, or else, yeah, that would have been a bad joke. But it was like, whoa, he came out of nowhere, I mean, crossed that finish he, line. If you look at an indie, um, uh, there's an indie book that you can buy at one of the merch stores. If you look in the NASCAR area where it tells all the NASCAR drivers, you don't see A.J. Allmendinger in there. Mm-hmm. But that's mainly because mainly what he drives is in Xfinity, so they put him mm-hmm. in the Xfinity. And you would oh, find yeah, him in, the, in the program, yeah. Um, but anyways, A.J. Allmendinger wins. I'm there with my dad. And it, it is crazy because... He did a... Some huge burnout. Yeah, and I think I breathed in a bit too much smoke. I don't think I got the memo of not breathing at that moment. <laughs> the because, things we'll learn uh, for next time. Yes, because 
When he was burning out, pretty much I was right in front of there. I wasn't by the fencing. I was at the top, mm-hmm. kind of. Still underneath kind of the roofing area. Um, I was at the highest point that you could get to. And, yeah, the smoke came up. I breathed in so much by, by the time... by When I was walking home, I felt like throwing up. Oh, jeez. Because... So much inhalation. heat... Smoke. Yeah, it was walking. Yeah, it was hot and humid, and um, yeah, it was pretty. But crazy. once AJ Almendinger got out of his car, he was extremely excited. He yeah, was he jumping was, up and down, he was like a happy kicking boy. his legs. He was super happy. It was very exciting. Yeah, he was a happy boy, dude. Um, and then what is tradition at the brickyard at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the winner to do Kissing after the, the race? Kissing the bricks, dude. The germy warm bricks. Yep. Yeah. So that was it. Um. Is it the whole team that goes and kisses the Yeah, bricks? the entire team and maybe his family if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, A.G. Allmendinger, you acted like a boy getting his first piece of candy. <laughs> well, because, he was... man, that dude was happy. Mm. He was happy dude, man. I mean, yeah. What would you do on your big first win at a big... Uh, Speedway. If I could do a backflip, I would do that. Yeah, I would copy do that it. From Matt Kenseth, but um, do a backflip yeah. out the window. Yeah, or something. I don't know. Climb the fence. I don't care. I don't, I, if I won the Indianapolis 500, which is like the third most special race, mm-hmm. maybe even second, um, spe- race, special race in the season. Yeah, I would do something crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, Kyle Busch. Um, I didn't want him to win. He didn't win because, um, I, I don't know where he finished, but he finished somewhat in the top 20. Which, good job. Hmm, top 20, dude. Didn't finish last, like, out of the cars that wrecked. You didn't mm-hmm. wreck Kyle, which is nice. But he won the Indianapolis 500 four times in a row. If he won five times in a row, he would have beaten the record. Mm-hmm. Or would have been tied up with the record. But, uh, yeah, he didn't. I don't know who won, but I'm just going to guess Jimmy Johnson because Jimmy Johnson is an awesome dude. He's great at racing. He's won seven championships, five in a row. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we're talking about Jimmy Johnson. Well, yes. and also I want to go out and on a limb and say a big shout-out to my boy Ryan Blaney, still my favorite driver. He came in second. Yeah, and Woo! we actually had a tiny little bet. Mm-hmm. Um, who would finish the race first or be the closest? Well, for five dollars. My mom won, mm-hmm. so she she chose um Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson, that's a good pick because he led some of the race. Oh yeah, he I thought he was gonna win there for yeah, a while. Yeah, because um Kyle Larson has been winning most of these races, but I chose Chase Elliott because he does great at Watkins Glen, which is the probably the funnest road course I would ever race at because. For some reason, it's just better than the other tracks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is amazing until they bring out a new NASCAR game, and then I try Indianapolis, and then I will see, like, if Indy, Indianapolis, um, Motor Speedway, um, road course is, like, Sonoma, mm-hmm. or if it's, like, Watkins Glen, or yeah. Canada Entire. Okay, so to wrap it up, in summary, I would say we would definitely go again. And we also want to go to other 
races. But if we go to the brickyard again, we know where we would sit. We'd sit on the infield bleachers so you can stand up on the back. At Indianapolis. And you can turn around and see the entire course. Yeah, because um, when we were sitting in our original spots, we actually saw these people cross by, like, the big tower thing that... Mm -hmm, The broadcast tower. Yeah, the broadcasters would stand. And, um... It was pretty interesting because um, those people would sit at, like, the top. And then when the cars went around, they would get up and look at the back. And they would see the cars go down, like, the back stretch mm-hmm, area, mm-hmm. which was really cool. But turn one, it's not very visible. Mm-hmm. So what I would suggest doing if you go to a race and there's a big, um, like, board, like, a big screen board in front of you or something... Mm-hmm. Once they pass you and you don't s- and you can't see them, go straight to the TV. Yep. Because then you can see that. Uh-huh. And then once they come back around again, look at those and then look back at the TV when they pass again because um it's probably the more efficient way to do it to see yep. the entire race. But and the the also the other thing we're going to do is get a pit pass so we can actually walk down pit road and so see expensive. Yeah, well, depending on how much they are, we want to get pit passes so we can maybe have the chance to run into some drivers and get some autographs. Yeah, and um, here's the strange thing. So, um, pit road strategy at Indianapolis. Pretty interesting by the drivers. Um, So, they'd actually pit near the end of the stage. Like, not when the stage ended, but near it, like with three or four laps left. I mean, that was pretty interesting. Until the final stage where you have, like, the big the the last long run mm-hmm. um you have to pit under green a few times no one really pitted under caution i would say i think maybe yeah. one time a caution came out and then they pitted once under caution but then other times they like pitted under green mm-hmm. the only times that cars pitted so they let the cars come into pit road after after the second red flag only the cars that were wrecked came in because you would start off with two to go because it was going to start off with a green white checkered Mm -hmm. so yeah so let's give this trip a rating a b c or d what is your rating uh what does d mean a as in the best it could get okay yeah I'm, i'm going with a plus because um indianapolis best track that I've ever gone to because it's the only track I've ever gone to except for I would say your quarter go kart track, track <laughs> that I that we saw a few races that go kart track mm-hmm. and then my quarter midget track yep. which I go every weekend I think or not I don't know so it was an A plus trip we'd highly recommend going again alright <laughs> Okay, we are back with a brand new segment we would like to call Cheaters Never Win Except in NASCAR. Riley's going to take it off with a couple good stories for you. Hey guys, okay, yeah. Just to think DW, I told my neighbor, dude, that BB thing, that is amazing. It is brilliant, but what the BB thing is, so... Why don't you tell us who DW is? Bullets and 
DW is Daryl Waltrip, and then you have MD, Michael Waltrip. MW. Yeah, MW, Michael Waltrip, yeah. Yeah, there we go, okay. So, got that figured out. And my dog has now <laughs> chilled on my bed. Well, the dog has taken over our podcast studio, okay? He's in here. He is the studio dog now. Wex, what you gonna do, bud? He's smiling. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to Daryl Waltrip. Okay. Anyway, so Daryl Waltrip um used to put BBs in empty parts of his car, and for those who don't know what BBs are, it's those little bullets that go into the BB guns. Don't want if you don't know what a BB gun is. Uh, Google, Google. but maybe not. Um, Ask a parent. And so what he did, he put BBs in in the empty parts of his car, and he attached a little trigger, so when he needed a caution, he would pull the trigger, BBs would fly out of the car, Mm. and... There you have it, a caution because of debris. Now, eventually he got caught doing it because they were washing his car in pit road. They were kind of <laughs> cleaning it. <laughs> just cleaning it, you know? I just need a simple car wash. And there goes my cheating thing. Um, Some BBs rolling out? Yeah. BBs got stuck and they just went... Burp. <laughs> Empty out of the car, it hit other pit crew members. Hint, Bill Elliott. Uh-oh. But, uh, anyways, yeah. Let's go, Daryl. So that, that was a pretty clever, tricky way to cheat. And, and he kind of started making up things to do to his car which required more rules from nascar and what yeah, you could and could not thing do is though since they can't continue doing it because eventually nascar enforces the rules in because so when you cheat you pretty much enforce rules yeah so any cheaters out there don't cheat because you're just enforcing more rules so then you won't be able to do it but mm-hmm. yeah yeah you when- have a war there's rules for a reason, right? Yeah. Unless there's some random sport with no rules. So, uh... But anyways, um... Michael Waltrip! Yeah! The winner the Daytona 500 2001 Daytona 500 winner. Probably one of the saddest day- Daytona 500s. Because of Dower and Hart Sr., but... Oh. Anyways, we're not talking about that. We're talking about cheese here. Okay. So, what he what he did once... don't know what track it was, but I think it might have been Martinsville. Or Dover. Yeah, it was Dover. Yeah. So, he comes out of turn four during qualifying. <laughs> He's flying down the straightaway. <laughs> he gets loose. He hits the outside wall. Then he slams into the inside wall. Then he hits the outside wall. And then slides back down. Stops. Now. And this is yeah, qualifying. You just think that's a random crash in qualifying. Well. Is he the only one on the track for qualifying, right? Yes. Well, um, good thing, too, because uh, 
what happened was because he they put jet fuel in his car, so <laughs> two members were suspended. Um, Michael Waltrip had to have a few points taken away, mm-hmm. and I think he had to pay like a fifteen thousand dollar fine for that. So, well, and good thing he wasn't injured with that trick of trying to use jet fuel. Yeah, I mean, guys. Jet fuel is for planes, not cars. Exactly. Not trucks, not, well, maybe boats, who knows. Um, definitely not trees. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that, those are some pretty good stories on how cheaters sometimes win in yeah. NASCAR. And but so those are enforced in the rules. You can't have any illegal fuel except, you can't have any other fuel except for Sunoco. Which. Seems weird because about every other gas for Sunoco is like the exact same. So, but whatever. And final one. Final one. Smoky Unic, not Unit. Unic. Ick. Okay, guys. Ick. <laughs> we've got. We've got it. We've got it. Um. So yeah, yeah. Like I think it was sixteen feet. Um, is the length of the fuel tank. That's what it had to be back then. 16 feet Six. or inches? 16 feet? To be honest, I don't really know. I okay, we'll just say 16 feet. Yeah, 16 feet. For guys. a fuel tank. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you guys want to search this up to make sure, it's in the 70s or 60s. Okay. In NASCAR. But what he did was add a thicker... Well, wider. He put wider. a wider um, fuel hose in it. Not illegal. They didn't have that in the rule book. So you think, well, what's the point of that? Well, if you have a wider fuel hose, it actually gets to store more fuel in the tank, mm-hmm. which I don't know how that works. I just... Like, we just oh, know the okay. story here. Yeah, We're not like, the engineers. Yeah, I'm not an engineer of a car. Um, I'm a driver of a car. And I don't think the driver needs to be getting into this stuff unless uh, he's mad at the engineer. Then yeah, but so anyway, he could ha- store more fuel, and then and then how did that help him? That helped him because he could go longer than everyone else. Oh. But honestly, boy, he worked for Fallible Roberts, also put nitrous in his car at Darlington, so. but he's, like, probably one of the biggest cheaters in NASCAR. Fireball Roberts? No, Smokey Eunuch, and he oh. eventually quit, but we're not going to get into that. That's for another another episode? Another time, okay. I would say, and what happened was that pretty much the next year that would be enforced into the rules. And fun fact, guys, back then when you had to make a NASCAR, if you made a car out of the rule, by like the rules of the rule book, you're going to be finishing dead last because everyone else got some kind of trickery up their sleeve there, especially Smokey Eunuch. Uh, yeah, he's an awesome dude. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's a cheater. He got fined, he got suspended, he got in trouble, and then eventually quit, but eh, it's his life, yep. not mine. So, I don't have to go looking in that. Um, 
Yep, all the drivers yeah. are trying to tweak their uh, motors and all the yeah. par- inside parts of the car just a little bit to give them an edge in the races. And sometimes they do a little too much and get caught, and sometimes they don't do enough and they end up losing or crashing or whatever. Yeah, Um. also, I know that I said that was the last one, but I just got Oh, we got a bonus! This is yeah. a bonus! Bonus! It's kind of dangerous, but... What drivers used to do a long time ago, which is why there was so much fuel in the biggest wreck in NASCAR history at the first race at the Daytona 500 International Speedway. Guys, yes, I'm talking very fast because it's a very long name. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's so much fuel everywhere because not only did the rear gas tank, the main... Main mm-hmm. hint, guys. The main gas tank cracked. Only did that do it, but they would hide other gas tanks in the car. No way. Yeah, under the dashboard, pretty much anywhere that they could fit any extra gas. And they did that to make the car run longer, which is probably why um, they now inspect your car now yeah. twice. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yeah, but that's a different story that I gotta tell that happened, but that involves inspection, but yeah, that's it, guys. All no right. More bonus! Because, yeah, I think there's only supposed to be one bonus a day. All right, and they got their one bonus. We'll add that story to our next episode. Yeah. In our final segment of this episode, Riley's going to give us a little update on Ryan Blaney the last two weeks. So, as you all know, um, last two races, Daytona and Michigan, um, those two were pretty good races. Um, Mm -hmm. Heads up on Michigan, well not heads up, but little feedback on Michigan. I think that was a great race. And Brad, what you did, Austin Dillon? That's just that's just sad. Well, this is it was Brad's home home turf, right? He's from Michigan, yeah, along with um Eric Jones. Yeah, he's not racing right now. Um, so what happened, Brad? Kozlowski pretty much spun Austin Dillon. Um. And Austin Dillon almost flipped over on his roof by hitting the wall so hard. Thank goodness he didn't flip, and he also um, walked away. Okay. Fine. So. Okay, and let's talk about uh, the winners of those races. Ryan Blaney leads the last eight laps off of the last restart of the Michigan race. He wins... And yeah, and then the Xfinity race, I was going nuts because AJ Almondinger won. <laughs> so back to back wins for AJ Almondinger, and yep. back to back wins for Ryan Blaney because he won Daytona. Woo! Congrats so. to both of them. And uh, real quick, Eric Jones is also from Michigan, and he recently he wasn't racing until recently. He signed with Richard Petty. 
Motorsport. So he'll be back in the race car again. So congratulations, Eric Jones from Michigan. Would he be number 43? I'm not sure. Since Bubba Wallace? Maybe. We'll see what number he comes out with. Yeah, honestly, I do think the 43 is going. That's going to be Eric Jones' number. All right, everybody. Uh, Next episode, we are going to be giving an update on Riley's racing season. As we finish out the season, we have two races left. So we're going to give some details on that and also possibly an interview with one of our sporting friends. So stay tuned for that. Any last words, Rye? Uh, hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and, yeah, see ya. Oh, yeah, and also, let's go racing, boys! Woohoo! See ya!